All right, and we're going to continue this discussion, the protest movement in the U.S., uh, of course, uh, protesting against racism, police brutality, but really the wider issues of how uh, America has had decades, maybe centuries, of uh, institutional uh, racist tactics and strategies against people of color, especially uh, the black population. We have now seen um, uh, solidarity, some would term it uh, uh, allyship among uh, various groups, including K-pop fans who have emerged. Um, These are fans uh, from uh, all walks of life, all cultures and demographics who have banded together. And uh, some of these fans have raised funds for um, Black Lives Matter. Uh, They have mobilized to uh, overrun uh, various racist hashtags uh, used by a Opponents of uh, Black Lives Matter. And uh, so we're going to talk about this in more detail. Uh, very pleased to have joining us the Director of Teaching Excellence at Stern Center for Teaching and Learning at George Mason University, Crystal Anderson. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, K pop fandom, in terms of this, is not a uniquely K pop. Fandom thing, right? Uh, mobilizing and activism. I, I, I understand the roots in online. Uh, there are various theories, but uh, a lot of it started in Tumblr. I know that there, there are rabid fans uh, among, let's say, the Star Trek universe that have also banded together to engage in causes. But this seems like something on a bigger scale. It it is a little bit on a bigger scale. It's more global, and I think part of that has to do with the global nature of K-pop. Certainly, you have had uh, other fan constituencies. Um, come out for various social causes, but I think that you're seeing some um, unprecedented, the unprecedented nature of what's happening with the K-pop fandom in relation to things like Black Lives Matter, because they are already uh, part of a global fandom. What do you think was the impetus for the for the K-pop fans and maybe the the BTS army uh, to mobilize uh, in terms of the um, issues regarding uh, taking over hashtags like White Lives Matter or or All Lives Matter? Uh, was there some kind of um, push or signal uh, given from, let's say, the group itself or or other things that that uh, caused them to to move? I think there are a couple of things that are happening. I think certainly there were discussions within K-pop fandom, and K-pop fandom is very diverse, but there was something about Black Lives Matter that touched off something in the fandom because there were black fans in the K-pop fandom who had who had been experiencing racially based um, interactions with other fans and with people who aren't fans but like to troll K-pop fans. Um, anyway, there have been always been discussions among black K-pop fans about um, the representation of black culture in the music and the performances and other aspects of K-pop culture. So I think that because of the diverse nature of global K-pop fandom, plus the nature of K-pop music, and especially the way that you have had engagement between K-pop artists and various African-American producers and black music in general, um, it was something that kind of naturally um, integrated itself with each other um, so that it was part of a larger discourse about race and culture that was already going on. This was just um, the spark of something that had been socially brewing in the United States for quite some time, and it kind of intersected. Yeah, so that's fascinating. So me personally, I'm, I'm of the older generation, but I'm, I'm a Korean-American. I was, uh, when, when I was a kid, 
uh, I really uh, all I listened to was the old school hip hop, the the OGs like Run DMC, Fat Boys, UTFO, Cool Moody, and then all you know leading up to the '90s with West Coast rap like Tupac, Ice Cube, uh, NW, and what have you. And you know all my all my favorite athletes were black athletes. I, w- I was big fan of In Living Color. So for someone like me who's kind of spent most of their youth uh, being a huge fan of black culture, it is a bit surreal that K-pop has <laughs> moved in such a a global way that there are even fans uh, and and black fans. But there is that question of, and I've always been sensitive to it as well of uh, the the, uh, appropriation of black culture for profit uh, by various artists. I mean, not just K-pop artists, obviously white artists do do this as well. And I know that there has been some grumblings uh, among the black community, despite there being black fans of of K-pop. Do you think uh, a a movement like this and and the uh, consolidation of support from K-pop fans, as well as uh, what we're seeing uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement, has gone some way to maybe increasing the solidarity uh, with with K-pop fans and the Black community? I think that, once again, because the K-pop fandom is very diverse, you have different takes on that. You definitely have a very vocal um, constituency of K-pop fans, Black K-pop fans that are very vocal about recognizing the um, influence of black music on K-pop that sometimes they feel is not acknowledged um, in the way that uh, K-pop gets acknowledged. However, I've got a whole book that talks about the influence of African American music yeah. and K-pop, and as a result of my research, and this is another constituency in the K-pop fandom, if you listen to K-pop and not just the promotional stuff, you can't escape the fact that it's been influenced by black music, And then when you go behind the scenes and you look at the fact that a lot of the agencies are working with African-American producers, and then when you look at the way that African-American producers talk about um, the collaborative projects that they have with artists, it's not like it's a complete and total secret because we have the Internet now. So you have various opinions um, on that, on the the role of quote-unquote cultural appropriation. Um, it's a very hot topic among um, K-pop fans. And so you do have black fans, however, who are making a link between mm. Black Lives Matter and trying to get K-pop artists and their agencies to be more vocal about their engagement with black culture and to, in their words, um, recognize that that influence in ways beyond what they already do. And I know that uh, there are, of course, um, fans who wait for signals uh, from the the artists that they're fans of, whether it's BTS showing solidarity with uh, Black Lives Matter, or uh, I, I know that in... The, it, you know, in recent weeks, uh, there were there was kind of a talk of wh- why aren't these K-pop stars being more vocal about the protests? Uh, we had Jay Park uh, come out recently as well in support, and, and then the do- donations that ensued. Do you feel that? Um, I think there's. It, I don't know if it's cultural or not, but uh, there seems to be more of a reluctance among. Um, K-pop stars to to really engage in these social issues, both in in the uh, American context, but also in the Korean political context as well. If they were more more vocal, do you think that would have a positive influence uh, on the uh, K-pop fandom community? I think there's certain fans who are definitely looking and are appreciative when they see um, the the K-pop artists that have um, 
spoken in favor of Black Lives Matter. One thing we have to keep in mind, though, is that K-pop is not a monolith. And sure. so there are certain genres, people who work in certain genres, that you might expect to be more vocal about these kinds of things. So you mentioned Jay Park. Jay Park is, you know, more on the hip-hop end yeah. of um, contemporary Korean popular culture. So you've had people like Epic High and other kinds of um, Korean hip-hop artists and rappers come out because they are more um, in a genre where you have that very that very historical thread of social commentary. However, at the same time, you have the more pop end of uh, K-pop. Mm-hmm. And some fans may feel, and remember the fans that we're hearing about are the fans who are the loudest. It's very hard to get a handle on the complete right. fandom because a lot of people just never say anything. Um, but on the other end, you have, you certainly have had instances in the history of popular culture where the popular culture has been the voice of social commentary and social critique. But at the same time, there are plenty of times when it has it and actually provides um, a much-needed escape for people who are constantly talking about um, black culture. And then the other element of this is that we don't want black culture to only be associated with trauma, pain, Mm. um, and discrimination. And so to not acknowledge that K-pop is very complicated and complex in its response to Black Lives Matter and specifically in black culture in general, um, we want to keep uh, an eye on all aspects of that. Um, but they're all interconnected. So you start talking about you, know, you start talking about Black Lives Matter, and invariably you get to a conversation about Black culture in general in relation to K-pop. Right. And so, uh, what would your hope be going forward? As, as you've done such extensive research on uh, Asian pop culture and and sort of the juxtaposition with Black culture, and and, and you've written uh, works uh, in regards to that. Uh, there's just some. There does seem to be some kind of a sea change, uh, both in American society with the protest movement, but also with how it interacts with these various uh, forms of media and pop culture. Uh, what what is the evolution you think would be a, a good direction for for all of this? I think this is a really great opportunity for everyone to learn um, about not just black culture, but also the intersection between black culture on a global scale and other cultures. I think black fans could um, learn from the way that black culture has gone around the world. This is not the first time. It is not the first time it has influenced the popular culture of another nation. Um, And it is global. And it is also... um, a, a culture that invites people in as opposed to excluding people out of it. I think that uh, global cultures could learn from the complexity of black music, of black popular culture, and they could also learn about, um, and everybody, um, including some black fans, could learn about the very complex and complicated history, not just of discrimination and prejudice in the United States against um people of African descent, Mm. but also a very significant tradition of inter-ethnic and uh, inter-ethnic solidarity with other ethnic groups in the United States. Yeah, I mean, all great points, and uh, uh, I think it is a great way to to bridge that gap. As you say, just uh, both sides learning more uh, about each other uh, through the culture. Crystal Anderson, Director of Teaching Excellence at Stern Center for Teaching and Learning at George Mason University. Really appreciate your time, and uh, thank you for joining us. Hopefully we can get you back on air again to uh, talk about these issues in more detail. Thank you so much for having me.